So, so Pastor Jerry is back. Uh, uh, I think last year he... Yeah, um, if you're following him on Instagram, you will see his really cute daughter, uh, Eden. Uh, I hope he has some pictures of her. T- no, I don't know. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, let's, uh, let's invite Pastor Jory up. And then let's pray for him. Yes, yes please feel free to applaud for his uh, nice pocket square. Yeah, let's pray first. All right, let's pray. Okay, so let's, let's spend some time and just uh, pray for ourselves and pray for Pastor Joey. Holy Spirit, we ask that today you come in and um, just reign in this place. That God, you open up our hearts to hear from your word and, and you align our hearts to, to what's on your heart, Lord. And I pray that, Father, you anoint Joey. That, God, you bless him as he comes to minister to us. And I pray that you just speak through him and, and you increase his sensitivity to your Holy Spirit as he ministers to us. So we thank you for his life. And we pray that you bless him and his family as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Do you call her pastor now? Not yet. Not, not yet. Uh, Okay, I just want to say thank you to Joanne for inviting me here. It's really, it's really nice to be back. I think this is the youth group that I speak the most at, uh, besides my own. So thank you for hosting me. It's really nice to be back. Uh, I just want to s- tell you guys that you are very, very blessed to have Joanne lead you because uh, my wife became a mother uh, this year, and it's incredibly difficult to become a Christian when you're a mother. I tell you, it's very, very difficult because you have so little sleep, you know, so little sleep, and your church life is affected, and it's really, really difficult. So I salute all mothers. I think we have maybe two here, two, three here. Wow, where's the third one? Oh, wow, wow hi. I just want to salute you guys because I think it's, it's incredible that you are able to serve God, raise the children, and yeah, be so on fire. So for Joanne, who have two young children, two young girls, I think it's incredible. I, I salute you. Good job. Keep it up. You are very, very blessed to have Joanne uh, lead you. My wife is still a Christian. Don't worry. We haven't, uh, she hasn't backslided. Um, but, but it has been difficult for us. Um, I just want to let you know that in the last year, uh, like, I t- like I told you, um, do I sh- get the slides up? So I'm a little frazzled now because uh, I just came from service. So uh, click there. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, I understand that uh, you guys have been on this memory verse uh, campaign, right? Correct? Is this one of the verse that you memorized? Is it? Okay, now, I, I, have, I have Starbucks card in my cart, in my car, okay? I have a $10 Starbucks card in my car, okay? And I'm going to give this $10 Starbucks card later to the person who can complete this verse for me. It's just a few words, just a few locations, but if you can complete this verse for me, you get like two cups of Starbucks beverages. Or you can buy one venti and split it into two cups, you know, and then you get two cups. Anyone? Take, take the mic and Starbucks is yours. But you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. I give you a clue. The next word is N. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Anyone? $10. $10 Starbucks cut for free. Come, come. You, you've got to come to the front, okay? Come to the front. The, the first word is end. End. No, she's disqualified. She should, she should be blessing all of you guys with Starbucks card anyway, you know. Ah. <laughs> Anyone? No, I'm serious. No? Then I'm going to keep it for myself. Are you coming up? Okay, come. Or leaders paise, okay. Young man. Young man in lime green, please come up. I think you. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Okay, wonderful. Wow, so you're going to share the Starbucks card? Yes, no, okay. So, but you, sh- but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you, you will be my witnesses in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Very close, very close, very close, very, very close. Okay, okay, check in, check in. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and 
you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Ju and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Very good. Well done. Yay. Okay. Since you are not Paisei to come up, please follow me later to the car. Then I can pass you Starbucks. Okay, serious. I have Starbucks card. Okay, waiting for you. Okay, now, today I, I got y'all to like um, listen to this verse because at Acts chapter 8, I think this is where you guys are at, right? Acts chapter 8, I've been assigned to preach from this uh, particular chapter. This is when, Acts chapter 8 is when Acts 1.8 is fulfilled. Okay? Acts chapter 8 is when Acts 1.8 is fulfilled. Because all this while, the preaching of the gospel um, by, by Paul and the apostles, okay, it's all been in uh, Jerusalem. Then they went out to Judea and Samaria, which is like uh, the north and south. And then they went to the ends of the earth. Now, if you read where we are about to study today, you will see that Philip interacted with this person called uh, it, there's no name for him, but he's called, he's an Ethiopian eunuch. And Ethiopia, back in those days, they, it was seen as a place that was to the ends of the earth. So for the listeners that Luke was writing to, when they received this story, when they go like, wow, he was preaching to an Ethiopian eunuch, they went like, hey, that's exactly what Jesus said at Acts chapter 1-8. You receive power in, when you, you receive power and the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So this is the climactic story, the climactic part of Acts chapter 1 verse 8 being fulfilled. Okay? Now, um, so... Before I get down into like what I'm going to share about, I'm going to just share to you from a chapter 8, verse 26 onwards. Oh, sorry, I pressed oh, down. Ah, press down. Ah, okay, yes. Uh, yes, I did bring a picture of my baby. So this is my baby girl. Uh, she looks like a boy, but she's a girl, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, have, I, I still have like uh, people coming to my place. And Eden, okay, her name is Eden. She's in all pink wearing a headband, okay? And then the delivery person will come to me and they'll go like, boy, boy, uh, boy, boy. Okay, never mind. So, can you identify with that? Janelle gets that all the time, is it? Okay, feisty little girl, right? Yeah, okay, she's like that, okay? And, and I love her to bits, okay? I, I was supposed to tell you about this. Okay, but today we're going to talk about Philip. And Philip, the beginnings of Philip was actually with this man called Stephen. Did you guys study about Stephen? In Acts chapter 7, all the way at the end of uh, chapter 7, you will see Stephen standing on the right hand of Jesus being received into glory. I think it's an amazing sight. I would like to imagine it as a standing ovation. Stephen ended pretty awesomely, you know. But do you know that Philip and Stephen started out together? They were appointed in Acts chapter 1 or 2, I can't remember, 1 or 2, they were appointed to actually do very simple things together. They were appointed to go feed widows. That's it. They were in charge of a feeding program. Like, you know, food distribution program. That was what they were called to do because they were full of grace, full of the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom. And then you see Stephen's story unfolding. And today, we're going to talk about Philip. And when we talk about Philip, we will come to understand how he is so amazingly efficient, effective in sharing the gospel. He had a way of sharing the gospel that is so simple. One of the things I ask myself is, when we talk about sharing the gospel, I, I think it's actually not easy to share the gospel, isn't it? Why is it so difficult to share the gospel? How many of you have like shared the gospel to someone before? You have. Very good, okay. Um, how many of you, uh, of you have not tried? Don't be shy. You won't go to hell. Um, anyone? <laughs> anyone? So all of you have shared. Oh, very good, very good. So all of you have shared. Now, I think it's actually quite difficult to share the gospel. Now, there are a few reasons why it's difficult to share the gospel. Maybe some of you can identify with it. Some of you will go like, I don't have the gift. Right? Like, some people just have the gift. Some people can lead a tree to Jesus Christ. Some people can't even convince their shadow to become a Christian, right? So, some people just have a gift. And some of you will go like, but I don't have a gift. The truth is, most people don't have a gift. Most people are not like Philip. Most people are not like Billy Graham. How many Billy Grahams do we have? It's not that many. So most of us actually don't have the gift. So it's not about a gift question since most of us don't have this gift. Some of you would say, I don't know how to. It's a skill question. If it's a skill question, then we can learn. Correct? Some of you, even more, more scary, okay? You go like, 
um, I dare not share the gospel because I don't know God's word. So I'm thinking, if you don't know, then go and know. Lah. Go and know God's word for yourself, okay? That's a poor response if you go like, I don't know God's word. You've got to go read it. Some of you will say, I don't want to. Either due to poor experience or due to poor attitude or maybe you have a fear of men. And for some of you, you will go like, ah, it's awkward next. Some of you, do you think it's awkward, Max? You have a stranger come up to you. Hey, can I tell you about Jesus? They go like, what? you got to be kidding me, right? So sometimes it's awkward, and, and I think that's the ultimate excuse winner, okay? But what if awkwardness is a part of God's plan? What if that awkwardness in sharing the gospel is a part of God's plan? Because if it's not awkward, then you will rely on your own eloquence. If it's not awkward, you will rely on your own ability. But because it's awkward, you want to rely on the Holy Spirit. So that if that person comes to Christ you cannot take the glory. You cannot take credit for it. You have no opportunity to claim credit for yourself. So today we want to look at Philip. I'm going to give you a four-step strategy. Very, very simple strategy. It is so simple that you would have memorized it by the end of this session. Okay? His four-step strategy, okay? Philip's. Okay, you know, you know Philip's uh, is a brand, right? Philip's Sense and Simplicity, okay? That's their slogan. That's the title of my sermon. The title of my full sermon is called Okay, Okay. Okay, okay! Exclamation mark. Okay. Can, can I share that with you? Can you repeat after me? Okay, okay? Okay, okay? Can you share the gospel? No, okay, okay. Yeah, you can. It's very, very simple. Now, Philip was so effective. He, was, he did it in such a simple manner. He was so sensible about it and he was so seamless about it. The first thing that he did, okay, number one, obey without delay. That's the first O in the K-K-O, okay? Okay, okay. The first O is obey without delay. Let's turn to Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 30. I'm reading from the NLT, the New Living Translation. So this is what the Word of God says. Uh, maybe I can let you guys flip to your Bible or turn it on, whichever works for you. Okay, Acts chapter 8, verse 26. Um, you guys can catch up with the pace of talking, right? I sh- you should be used to it, right? I don't need to slow down. Do I need to slow down? Do I need to slow down? Okay, I'll slow down a little bit, okay? Now, Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 30. Let me read from the Word of God. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia a eunuch of great authority under the Kendrick, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Now, let me stop here. For Philip, he obeyed without any delay. Let me give you an idea of what Philip was doing before he was summoned into a desert. Now, Philip was in this place called Jerusalem and he was traveling to Samaria. Okay, Jerusalem is where all the action was and Samaria is where the action needs to be because people need to come to Christ, right? From Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. So he was heading over to Samaria. There was a thriving ministry in Samaria and then suddenly, an angel of the Lord told him, in all that thriving ministry, okay, he was like converting people. Maybe there were miracles taking place. Maybe he was falling in love. I don't know what, but it was happening. Jerusalem, Samaria, it was happening. And then he heard the angel of the Lord tell him, Yo, Philip, go down south to Gaza. Now, if you were Philip, and you heard something like that, you go like, hmm, wait, wait, wait. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Samaria. I'm like in the middle of God's will. This is it. I am supposed to be here. I am preaching. I'm converting. I, lives are being changed. You want me to go to what? Oh, I want you to go to the desert. Go to where? The desert. Who's there? I don't know. How many of you will go to the desert to convert souls? Maybe one, maybe two, okay? Now, to that, to that modern, I want to convert as many people doing as much of God's work as possible, to go to the desert was counterintuitive. I could be with all of you, but the Lord would tell me, hey, go down to the petrol kiosk now. And I'd be like, what? I'm in the ministry here. No, now. Okay, fine, I go. And so for Philip, he went immediately. And because he went immediately, here's the amazing thing. 
from an angel delivering the message to him, he got an upgrade. The Holy Spirit spoke to him after that. You look at verse uh, 29. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, you look at verse 26, as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, I would like to see this Holy Spirit speaking to Philip as a confirmation of Philip's obedience. Because Philip decided to obey God, God personally confirmed it. Now think about that. I think, it, I think it's really, really cool to have something like that happen to us. He's, he wasn't preaching to one million non-believers, but God was sending him to the desert at noontime. Who goes to the desert at noontime to go preach to one person. But Philip, he obeyed without delay. There was immediate obedience, there was little information, but there was complete trust. Try beating that. I believe that obedience attracts God's attention. I mentioned to you just now from an angel, he got like this business class upgrade to the Holy Spirit personally delivering the message. Now for us, when God instructs you to do something, whether the Lord sends you an angel or whispers into your heart or says to you something through, through Joanne or through one of your leaders, how many of you would just do it immediately like Philip? Or how many of you would actually go, why? Why must I do it? Why me? Why not her? Why not her? Why not him? Why not him? How many of you would always ask questions? But for Philip, he did it immediately. Immediately. Um, some time ago, before baby was born, I think around this time, yeah, I think about January this year, okay, I was completing uh, this package, this uh, massage package that my friend had blessed me with. It was like a 10-session massage thing, okay? And it's not really a massage because every time I get out from it, it's very painful. You know, twina, you know what's twina? You know, twe, yeah, uh, I push and I take twina, you know? Twina, okay, never mind. Um, it was, it, was like, it was like therapy, okay? It was very painful. So I was actually quite glad to finish the final session, okay? So I, when I went there, I, I mean, you know Singaporean, we don't like to um, waste things, right? So from the first session to the 10th session, the, the place keep asking me to sign a package. You know, they, they always ask you like, hey, uh, um, sir, do you want to sign a package? Oh, we give you this offer, give you that discount, I, I give you this freebie, give you that freebie. So for me, at the 10th session, they haven't clinched the deal, right? I was like this goner. Like this guy got condemned face and cannot make a sale. And he will say no to everything that you have. So because of that, right, they sent me a person I've never met before. Okay, normally I will be attended by the same person who will try to build a relationship with me over time, you know, and try to convince me. But because I was this goner already, right? Like, I'm not going to sign a deal with you. This is my last ever session. It's the last time I'm going to appear at this place. And then they sent me this stranger. When this person came over and started like pressing me hard, right? I had this impression already, you know? Like, the more she pressed, right? Like, on oh, my back, I'll press, press. I had this impression. The Holy Spirit was saying something to me. The Holy Spirit was saying, hey, today's going to be different. I'm like, why? Don't know? Prepare yourself, you know? So, in my, in my you, know, you know, on the massage table, you will see there's a hole where your face goes into, right? So, half the time, right, I'm seeing this pool of water here, talking to the Holy Spirit, like talking to myself, like, you know? So, okay, really today? Yeah, really today? And all I knew, right, was that something was about to happen today. That's all I knew. That's the impression that I got. Now, for me, when I'm tired, I don't want to talk. I mean, I mean, who, when they're tired, wants to talk? Nobody... Okay, you are very special. Okay, okay, so, so it's cool. You, you, are, you, you like to talk when you're tired. But for me, if I'm tired, I don't want to talk. So that particular session, I knew that it was the last one. I refused to talk. Like, I just wanted to pretend to sleep. I mean, she cannot see my face anyway, right? I wanted to be this, like, super antisocial person. Not like this extroverted guy, okay? Just pretended to be super tired. So I went down there, and I just started to close my eyes even before I went down, okay? So I was going to sleep. I did not make any effort to converse with this person at all. But she started talking to me. And, you know, I'm an ACS boy. So I, my Chinese is first class, right? I mean, ACS boy, Chinese first class, okay? So she started to introduce herself. Oh, ni hao, wo shi guo shuang. Her name is guo shuang, okay? So I say, oh, ni hao. Then I tried to, like, you know, like, don't care, right? So I carry on, okay? Then she oh, ni zhe shi zui yu yi shi na? Shi. Very, very curt. My responses were very, very curt. And she went like, oh, she just kept asking me question after question after question. But in my heart, I knew the Holy Spirit had already prompted me, today is going to be slightly special. So my heart relented, you know. So she started to ask me, oh, so uh, 你是做什么的? 
So in my heart, I'm thinking, that's it. She asked me about my profession. What am I going to say, right? So I said, oh, I, I didn't want to make too much conversation. So I said, oh, I uh, Then she went like, oh, okay, sorry, can I just assume that all of you can understand Chinese? You ACS boy? But he can, right? Can, can I understand? I just try to catch my facial expression, okay? It doesn't matter. Okay, now, so what happened, right, was that she asked me about what I work. So I said, Then that's it. That was the beginning of the most difficult gospel sharing in my life ever, okay? So she started to say, Oh, you are what And I said, Oh, um, like youth pastor, right? I, I don't know what to say, what youth pastor is. So I said, oh, uh, Okay, like, so I work with young people, literally. My Chinese is so horrible. So, so, so I knew that something was about to happen, okay? I'm going to elaborate the rest of the story as I go through the points, okay? So I knew in my heart, I knew in my heart that something was about to happen and I told the Holy Spirit, fine. I looked down at the puddle of water and I said, Holy Spirit, seriously? Seriously? Fine, I believe earthly obedience unlocks a divine experience. I believe in that. I believe that if the gospel is hindered, it's because some Philip is not willing to go. If the gospel is not shared, it is because some Joey refused to talk in Chinese. If the gospel is not preached, it is because some Joanne or some Jody, okay, I only know two names, okay? Joanne or Jody refuses to go and share the gospel to their students. Oh, scary. Okay, I'm just an angel of the Lord. Okay, now, so don't underestimate how God speaks to you. God speaks simply. For me, the Holy Spirit just told me, get ready, today will be special. And for Philip, it was simple. Go to the desert road. That's it. Some of you here are waiting for the Holy Spirit or, 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 for, or for the voice of God to come up to you. Thus saith the Lord, I, the Lord your God, who delivered you from... No, I don't think the Lord will speak to us that way. I think the Lord will simply tell us, go to the desert road. Catch up with the chariot. Share the gospel in Chinese. And that was what happened for me. And for all of us, the first step, if you want to follow Philip, is to obey without... Delay. Point number two, keep calm and respond. Keep calm and respond. Let's look at this one very short verse. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? Okay, before that, okay, I read the whole verse. Huh? Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? Now for Philip, he had a choice there. He had a choice to go to the Ethiopian eunuch and directly, immediately share the gospel. So this guy was reading about the suffering servant, right? He was reading from the book of Isaiah and he was just reading out loud. It was a common practice back then to read out loud. Nobody does this these days. You try going, taking MRT train, you start reading the Bible out loud, I think you get stares, right? But for them, it's common. Philip heard what the eunuch was, was reading and so he simply went up there and instead of sharing the gospel and go like, eunuch, you sinner, you are going to go to hell, you need Jesus. No, he didn't do that. I don't think Philip did that. Philip kept calm. He responded instead of reacted. He was looking at this situation and he was asking God what he is to do next. Now let me tell you, the gospel message it is an offensive message because it tells you that you are a sinner. It tells you that you need a saviour. It tells you that you are wretched. It tells you that you have hope. The gospel message can be offensive, but the messenger doesn't need to be offensive. Can I say that again? The gospel message is offensive to the sinner, but the deliverer of the gospel message, the messenger, does not need to be offensive. Now, Philip heard the eunuch reading from Isaiah. How does Philip know that it's Isaiah? Was the eunuch going, Isaiah chapter 53? No, right? Philip knew that it was Isaiah because Philip knew the Word of God. One of the things that we've got to get right before we share the gospel is we've got to know the Word of God. If you don't know the Word of God, you are sharing the gospel according to Jody, not John. 
Oh, okay, they're all relatives. Oops. Okay, Jody John. Okay, you are sharing the gospel. The, the Jesus gospel, okay? So you must know the Word of God before you want to share the Word of God. Some are not confident to share the gospel because they don't know their material. What is scarier is some who know their material don't want to share the gospel. That's the scary bit. Those who don't know the gospel don't want to share it, but those who know the gospel still don't share it. So sometimes I think it's not about possessing content. I think it's about possessing courage. It's about possessing courage. Philip, he had to overcome social and spiritual barriers. He was Christian of Christians, Jew of Jews, apostle, and he was meeting a foreigner. Jews, they are, they, are, they are not racist, but they are nationalists, okay? They believe they are superior to everyone, okay? And so for him to meet a foreigner of foreigners, not even from Samaria, not even from the surrounding regions, but from like Ethiopia, okay? Now, I think there's a good chance that this man is probably of a different skin color. Philip had to overcome all the social things. And do you know that for, for I think in Deuteronomy chapter 20, 20 or 20, I can't remember, okay, or chapter 13. It's in Deuteronomy, okay? The, the law of Moses dictates that someone who has been, who has their genitals mutilated, like a eunuch, they are not allowed to enter the assembly. That's, that's what it's like. So for Philip, they go like, oh man, this is a foreigner. He is a foreign official, means he's high in power. If he says something, the queen of Kendrick may just like kill him, make him a eunuch or something, I'm not sure, you know? And he was like different from what a normal Jew might be like. So for Philip, he had to overcome all that and yet he still went on to make that chat despite all those personal preferences. Philip met the eunuch's immediate need of understanding before he met the eunuch's eternal need of salvation. The eunuch's salvation began with a conversation, but that conversation began with an observation. Yeah? Before you go and preach the gospel, keep calm and respond. So going back to that story where I am back down on the massage bed with my face facing the puddle of water, um, I couldn't really pronounce her name properly, so I didn't want to offend her. So I said, um, 你, 你有英文名字吗? So she said, 有啊? Oh, 你可以跟我讲你的英文名字吗? Okay. Oh, 我的英文名字叫Mango. Oh, Mango. Okay. Mango. Okay, how? Mango. 我就叫你Mango. 好吗? And I tell you, I, I, I wasn't very keen, okay? I, I knew that my Chinese was bad. Just bad, okay? I only know like, 奉耶稣基督的名祷告, Amen, okay? That's like Chinese, uh, 我们讲, I don't even know what's grace. What's grace? Say grace. Uh, no, that's, that's, 恩典,我们祷告,谢谢耶稣给我们东西吃. You know, I, I don't know. My Chinese is really bad. And so she started to ask me about, oh, na. I know what is Jiao, okay? Jiao is Christianity, right? So Jiao and because, because I come from a Taoist background in the past, I was exposed to Taoism and Buddhism. So it's like the Holy Spirit was like telling me, hey, I've prepared you for this. Just share it. So I was like, seriously? You want me to explain Buddhism and Christianity in Chinese? Fine. So I'll do it. Okay, 佛教呢是他们是一直学很多东西. Then I was just going on and on in like very terrible Chinese and trying to explain the difference between 佛教 and 基督教. Then she said, Oh, 那道教呢? Taoism. I was like, seriously, I just finished explaining Buddhism. Now you want me to talk about Taoism? Fine. So I'll talk about Taoism. So I explained everything and then she said, and, and, and then she started to ask a lot more questions about wisdom, about the purpose of life, about things that you don't normally want to talk about when you are getting a massage. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> okay, so I started, it was as if the Holy Spirit was telling me, Joey Tan, today, I'm going to tell you that even I can make your foolishness become strength, okay? I'm going to use your foolishness. I mean, God, doesn't, doesn't God say through Peter, they will use the foolish things of the world, right? To shame the wise. And I'm like, okay, fine. Really? This is my day to experience it. And I struggle, and I struggle, and I struggle, and I ask the Holy Spirit, please help me. And then she started to say, 
你可以跟我讲基督教是什么吗? And I was like, you want me to tell you about the gospel in my heart? Uh,你可以跟我讲这个耶稣的故事吗? I'm like, I didn't even ask her that question. Do you want to know about Jesus? She's asking me, do you want, can you, can you tell me about Jesus? Then I said, uh,我的中文是很烂的. Then she said, 不用紧,你是牧师. Then I'm like, <laughs> good thing they don't know that I'm from you know, Grace Assembly, you know, Grace Assembly, right? So anyway, anyway, okay, I decided to obey. I decided to obey. I kept calm. I asked the Holy Spirit, you've got to give me the words because it's not in English. I cannot rattle on and on and on and on and on. It's got to be in Chinese and I will do my very, very best to present the gospel. The third point, okay? The next O is, Open your big mouth. Literally, open your big mouth. Now, if we go back to the story of Philip and the eunuch, you must understand that God was already in this moment. God was already orchestrating this Kairos moment. This particular moment where only this thing could happen. The way the Lord has put me in, the, in that massage platform, I don't know what you call it, with the hole or with my head in it, it's the exact Kairos moment, the very last session, where I'll never go back there again. They send me a fruit, mango. They send me mango to preach the gospel to, and I knew, and I knew, and I knew that that was the Kairos moment. Just as for Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, it was that Kairos moment, that right time for such a time as this, the Lord will use you as His instrument. So the focus on us, if the Lord is orchestrating all of this moment, the focus on us is not on succeeding. The focus on us is on obeying. I believe when I look at the Lord in heaven, when I meet the Lord in heaven, when I pass away from this earth, the Lord will ask me about how I've obeyed Him and not the successes that I've had. It's not about succeeding. MOE teaches you to succeed. But let me tell you, the Bible teaches us to obey. To obey. I think that's a very important thing. Failure is not final. Every time you have an opportunity to obey, don't lose your opportunity to grow and experience God being real in your life. The chariot was moving. It was, I I don't know how far it was going, but I think Philip had a window of opportunity. He didn't have a long time. He only had a short time. What is the gospel in a nutshell? What is the gospel in a nutshell? The gospel in one word is simply Jesus. That's the gospel in a nutshell. The gospel in two words is Christ alone. The gospel in three words is none but Jesus. Let me give you another definition of the gospel. The gospel is we lost it all, he did it all, we get it all. That's the gospel. The gospel is I am so flawed that Jesus had to die for me, yet I am so loved and valued that Jesus was glad to die for me. That is the gospel. The gospel is the son of man. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that the sons of men might become the sons of God. That is the gospel. How would you summarize the gospel? Today, we focus too much on what we can do for God. But the gospel tells us to remember that it begins with what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. That's what the gospel is about. So for me, I was presented with a very immense task of sharing the gospel in Chinese. This the story of Jesus. And so in my limited Chinese, I didn't know where to begin. So I said, I'm serious, I I said that, okay? Like, I think it's a direct translation, I think it's Adam, right? Adam, whichever, okay, she understood, oh, so she said, oh yeah, I remember, I remember. 
是叫 Eve， and she went like 夏娃是吗？哦、oh, ，对对对，是夏娃。Okay, so that's the name of Eve. I mean, she knew the the Chinese better than me, right? So then I I went on and I carried on. 但是呢，一个蛇进来 ，you know, like. A, you know, a serpent came in. He gave them a fruit, a mango fruit. You know. Then that woman told that man to eat. Oh, so I just it was very painful. The the way I say it make me like oh like heresy like that. You know, like I was very afraid that I'll say something wrong. So I just went on. I was just like okay, I've got to. Uh, this is the only way I know how to right. So I went. Then I said okay. So okay, this first book is finished. Then from the second book to the thirty-sixth book is. 神一直在追那些以色列、以色列、以色列的人，但是那些以色列的人不要神，他们一直讲不要、不要、不要。但是神一直讲我要、我要、我要。And so I tell you, that was exactly how I shared the gospel with her. And she went like, 是吗？是吗？是吗？哇、wow, ，好有趣啊 ！Like, I come up, wow, how how 神奇哦 ，something like that, like you know. And then I say, 现在我们已经。旧书已经结束了，我们来到新书。那 New Testament，OK，、okay? 我们来到新书，有一个人叫耶稣 ，OK， 一个人叫耶稣，他是神的儿子。So I tell you, it was. I mean, do you feel painful for me? Do you do you feel embarrassed for me? Aren't you thankful that I am not your pastor? You know, like, oh yeah, my pastor shared in Chinese. <laughs> Have you heard him share in Chinese? Oh, so I was so glad that it was just like one on one. And I wasn't looking at her. I was only looking at a puddle of water. I have no idea whether she was smiling. I'm sure I don't know what. I was just thankful that I was just, you know, ridiculing at my own Chinese. And then I just went on. 但是 okay, so the long story cut short. I shared the whole gospel. Okay, all the way until Jesus was crucified for our sins. Woman, 做了 okay, we did like evil things and like we are sinful. And then um,、uh, he was crucified on the cross. Then God raised him from the dead. That's why 现在呢，我们我们已经变成神的人 And I kid you not, this is the clincher of the night. Okay, this is what I said. This is what I said. Huh? Okay, let me see. Uh, uh. So, so I said. Okay, so I said. So, um, 你听完了这个故事 um, you know, the Holy Spirit put in my heart. You just gotta ask her whether she wants to believe in Jesus. Then I'm like, ah, after that presentation, seriously, you want me to ask? So I said, okay, lor. So, uh, Mango, you, uh, you want you want to believe in Jesus? Then she went, 好啊，好啊，我要信耶稣 Then I'm like, 不可能啦，不可能啊 This cannot be. This cannot be. I cannot believe you want to be a Christian. And at that point in time, I was like, God, you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. If the Lord can use me, ACS boy who cannot speak Chinese, even though he's working in Shanghai, Shanghai, right? I tell you, if he can use me, if he can use me to share the gospel, the next time I meet, I don't know, apple, orange, I tell you, I will share the gospel, man. And if I were to share the gospel, I will make sure that my Chinese gospel is better. I will read and make sure I know all my Chinese terms. Now, for me. To finish doing all that, it was by faith. It was certainly not by intelligence. It was certainly not by eloquence. It was by faith. For Philip to go and talk to the eunuch, do you understand what you are reading? It was by faith, absolutely by faith. Let's let's see chapter eight, verse thirty-one to thirty-five. The man replied, "How can I unless someone instructs me?" And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The, the passage of scripture he had been reading was this: He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated, whom humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, "Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else?" So, beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news. Philip went by faith. ACS boy here went by faith. When you go by faith, when you faithfully finish what God has called you to do, you know what's going to happen? You will grow in faith. If you respond in faith, but you don't finish the assignment from the Lord, let me tell you, your faith level might dip. You know, because you tried but you failed and you don't complete it. But if you faithfully finish what the Lord has called you to do by faith, you will. Grow in faith. 
Obey without delay. Second one, keep calm and respond. Third one, what's the third one? Open your big mouth. And finally, okay, I'm going to play cheat a little bit. Complete and move on, okay? Okay, okay, complete and move on. It's not about follow-up. It's about follow-through. Because anybody can share the gospel with anybody and just leave him or her hanging there, going back to their old, old life. No. What Philip did was pretty amazing. Verse 36 to uh, verse 40, to the end of the chapter. As they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I get baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop and they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Okay, then I'm, I'm just going to stop there first, okay? Now, the, the whole idea of follow through is to ensure that the new believer is introduced to the right people. It's to ensure that the new believer is settled well in a cell. It's to ensure that the believer starts to serve and is to attend to the believer's needs. Now, for the eunuch, baptism wasn't just about a symbolic or spiritual representation of, of, of the washing of sin, but the entry into Christian fellowship. So for Philip to do that with the eunuch, it was like, I'm, d- I'm not just going to preach the gospel to you. We're not just going to say the sinner's prayer together. We are going to do the follow-through. This act, this immersion, you know, baptism, immersion underwater coming up, back then in, in the days of Philip, it was like this is the final sign that I'm a Christian and after this, I have to belong to a bigger group because I'm baptized into the body of Christ. So for Philip, he was like, yeah, this is the final act. So Philip didn't just do irresponsible evangelism. He was responsible about it. And when Peter's, or when Philip's job was done, he was spirited away. Correct? He was spirited away. He was teleported to this place called Azotus, which was 50 kilometers away. If you watch, if you watch Naruto, do you watch Naruto, some of you? It's ending? Yeah, it's ending, right? How can they end a 15-year manga? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so what happened was that Philip he flying Raijin out of the area, okay? If you, okay, never mind, okay? Only I watch, okay? Never mind. Okay, so, so what happened was that Philip, that's it, Philip's job was done. He went back to Caesarea, which was where he started out in ministry. So think about this. He was in Samaria, preaching, preaching, preaching. Boom, he went over to, or he started walking down the, the, the Gaza Strip, the desert road, and then he met this eunuch, shared the gospel, lead in sinner's prayer, immersion, bam, teleported back to it's as if this particular story was specially for the eunuch because that's how much God loves the non-believer. I think it's amazing that God will use the very best, Philip, probably the very best evangelist back at that time. God will make a believer go through all that inconvenience because of his abounding love for the non-believer. I remembered, I remembered you know, I, I finished sharing everything, right? So I said, uh, Then she said, okay, So woman Like sinner's prayer. Yeah, so I said, okay, So I tell you, the prayer is the worst prayer I've ever prayed, okay? So I said, okay, woman Okay. So she just followed after me. So I did this, and she did, okay, by, by this time, right, okay, I had finished the entire session, okay? So it was about one hour. Can you imagine? She had to go through one hour of that bad presentation, right? So it was, it was uh, over already. So uh, I, I, I put on, like, a change into my, my, my own, like, clothes, right? And then she came back in again. I thought she might disappear, you know? I was hoping that maybe she would disappear spirited away, you know, and never come back again so we never have the sinner's prayer. But she came back, and then we came back, and then she clasped her hand. I clasped my hand, and then I said, okay, you can go that means repeat after me. So I said, uh, 天父. Then she said, 天父. Then I said, then I said, oh, this is very embarrassing. Okay. So I said something like, okay, 谢谢你给我这个机会跟 mango碰面. 
Then I said, so I, I went through the whole prayer of like, uh, 谢谢你, uh, 送你的儿子给我们, 我们就不用去下地狱, it was just horrible, horrible prayer. But I tell you, the ultimate clincher line, this will go into a book that I will write, okay? I said this in Chinese. And she repeated after me with a grin on her face, okay? She said this after I said this, okay? I said this. 谢谢你把我们从史书里面的名字 除掉，把这个名字变成活书里面出来， and she go like，谢谢你把我们从死书活书里面出来， and I was like, no God, 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 why did I just do that? And 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 it was the longest, most painful, most embarrassing prayer in my life. Hey, but hey, that saved the soul, man. Woo, that saved the soul. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So we said, amen. And I said, okay, I thank God for you version. I thank God for you version because I thank God that I downloaded the Chinese Bible into my you version. And so I went through all the Bible verses that I was supposed to know by heart in Chinese to share with her. So I went through Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, you know, John 10. I, I went through all that. In Chinese, and of course I didn't read for her, right? So I went through, okay, 你先读这个, she really read, 你先读这个, oh, 然后你读, 你再读这个, 你读, so she read about five passages, and she went like, oh, 原来你是要跟我讲这些东西, this was after the sinner's prayer, okay? Oh, sorry, this was just before the sinner's prayer, before we went out to say sinner's prayer, and then, I knew that my job with her was not over, because I could just simply, like, leave, and she will have nowhere to go to. So what I did was, um, Can I just say, speak in English from now on? It's quite painful for me to speak in Chinese. Okay? Can I introduce you to my Chinese colleague? She's a pastor, and I'm quite sure she's happy to do Bible study with you. And she said, yes, please. So she gave me her number, and I gave my uh, Chinese colleague, okay, pastor, this, this pastor, uh, a number. She's, she's, she's a lady. Uh, she's like a uh, few years older than me. And do you know what? They met up to do Bible study together. And I'm waiting for the day where they complete their Bible study and I get to see her in my church. Because I told her, well, okay, I, I'm in the same church as this pastor and the next time you come to my church, come and say hello to me because I'll be with the young people. So you know what? Today, I'm looking forward to the day where Mango will arrive in church because she was presented the gospel by this very inadequate, terribly embarrassing man in Chinese, okay? And I believe one day, one day, I will see her in church. Not just in church, but one day, I will see her in heaven. For sure. If the Lord can use me to bring someone to Christ in Chinese, the Lord can use you to bring someone to Christ in whichever language. Do you believe that? I believe that. I believe that God has a plan. That God has a plan, not just for the person that you're sharing with, but God has a plan for you. Because you know what? God is as interested in how I grew through this than in, than, and, and also in mango salvation. God was interested in the Ethiopian eunuch. And God was also interested in Philip. Can you imagine for Philip, when he went back to Samaria, the kind of growth that he would have made? Guys, guys, do you know I just teleported 50km? Guys, guys, do you know I just baptized an Ethiopian eunuch? Guys, guys, do you know that I went to the ends of the earth? What Jesus told me in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it came true, guys. I got to witness it. God has a plan, both for the listener and the sharer. And we've got to remember that all of us play a role in a person's road to conversion. Some of you will do the sharing. Some of you will do the hosting. Some of you will do the baptizing. Some of you will do the teaching. We are all in the body of Christ together. And that's the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing. If it was so easy, why isn't everyone doing it? So, I've asked Joanne for permission. I want to get you all to just turn to the person beside you, maximum in threes, to discuss these questions. Can y'all do that? Okay, just spend about three to five minutes discussing these questions. Share with one another honestly your difficulties and then I will 
come back and I will conclude the sermon. Is that okay? Okay, so please discuss this question. Which one, oh sorry, it's not eight steps, okay? It's four steps. I combined some steps together. Which of the four steps is hardest for you? Okay, okay. Which of the four steps is hardest for you? And what is one thing you can do to overcome that difficulty? Can I do that? Okay, so three to five minutes is yours. Can we get some music playing in the background or something? Traffic and the ordinary sounds I'm thinking signs and seasons When the north wind blows through I watch as lovers pass me by Walking stories, who's and how's and why Okay. Are you okay? Oh, you need one more, one more minute? Oh, sorry. Thanks. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for making it so uh, subtle. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Can I conclude? Maybe I can get the musicians up while I conclude. May I? Just get one pianist or... Yeah. Uh, someone who's not like... We, we don't play drums at auto call, right? So... Just a piano or guitar, no problem. Okay, let me, let me bring us to a close, okay? Come, let's uh, do a revision first. Okay, okay. What is the first O? Obey without delay. The second K. What is it? Keep calm and respond. The third one. Open your big mouth. And the last one. Complete. Ah, you complete. Okay, you complete and you move on. Okay, now. I'm trying to yeah, yeah, play, play something, okay? Now, I'm trying to imagine what 
loud gen would look like if everyone here was okay, okay about evangelism. I believe if everyone was okay, okay, like Philip, instead of saying, I don't have the gift, maybe all of you here will go like, but I know how to obey. I don't have the gift, but I know how to obey. Instead of saying, I, I don't know how to, you will go, I'll go and learn how to. Instead of saying, I don't know God's word, you will go, I'll make sure I know God's word. Instead of saying, I don't want to, you would say, I can't wait to. Instead of saying, it's awkward max, you will say, it's awkward max if you don't know Jesus. I believe if all of you here, if all of you here are okay, okay about evangelism, then let me tell you, this little story that I have that built up my faith so much, all of you here will have it. All of you here will have it. Some of you here will have encounters with Chinese students in your school, Malaysian students in your school, Thai students, I don't know. The Lord is bringing the nations to Singapore, you know that? I think it's an amazing opportunity for us. If you and I were okay, okay about evangelism, following Philip, we would have tons of stories to share. Are you encouraged by my story? Let me tell you, you have the potential in you to encourage one another with stories like these. And it all began with me doing step one. Obey without delay. As simple as that. After I okay, okay, the very last two words of okay, okay is moving on. Two months ago, I went to Jalita. I always go to Jalita Caltex to pump petrol. And the Lord gave me an opportunity to connect with this petrol kiosk attendant called Kumaran. The Lord never sends me someone who speaks English, huh? So the Lord sent me this guy called Kumaran. And he attended to me because he saw that my tire was punctured or like there was a nail in it. And then he, he helped me with it. I gave him a tip and we began a conversation. Each time I go back to Jalita Caltex, I will look for Kumaran. He walks with a limp. And the first time I met him, I said, Kumaran, can I pray for you? So I laid my hands on him out in the public and I said, let's pray. God, I'm praying for deliverance. God, I'm praying for healing. God, I'm praying that Kumaran will walk straight. He felt the sincerity in my heart. He felt the power of God. I don't know whether he will be completely healed, but it doesn't stop me from visiting him and to continue my assignment with him because that's the Lord's assignment for this season of my life. I was so upset that day when Jalita Caltex went renovating. It was under renovation. I think to myself, did I miss the opportunity to speak to Kumaran? I was so delighted when it was up again. I went back to Jalita, pumped the patrol. He wasn't in there. But lo and behold, he was working in the counter when he saw me. And we had already met about twice. He went like, boss! Then I went like, hey, Kumaran! And we connected, man. We connected. And each time I go back there, he will do extra things for me. Clean my windows. Then he passed me a $4 voucher for coupons and all that. It's amazing. And this is the Lord's current assignment with me. What is the Lord's current assignment for you? My youth group knows about the story of Kumaran. It's like this ongoing like drama serial that I tell them about my encounters with Kumaran. And one day, I believe all my heart, I will see Kumaran walking into my church without a limp because the Lord will heal him both physically and spiritually. Let's pray. Today, my altar call is very, very simple. It's about you, but it's not really about you. Because I believe that each one of you here have already received an assignment from the Lord. 
each one of you here have a kumaran in your life. Each one of you here, the Lord has already spoken to about someone that you ought to be okay, okay about. Each of you here. Mother Teresa was an amazing woman. Businessmen wanted to partner with her to do work in India, to really make her work big. Mother Teresa told these businessmen, find your own Calcutta. Young people, I'm telling you, find your own, find your own Kumaran. Find your own David, John, Matthew, Xiao Wen, Xiao Hui. I don't know. Find your own Calcutta. So today, today, as the Lord has already put a name in your heart, as the Lord has already put an environment in your heart, as the Lord has already put a classroom or a group of people in your heart, your response to the Lord today is, Lord, use me. Use me. This is where it's about you. This whole story that we have explored was about the Ethiopian eunuch, but that story was also about Philip. And the Lord's story of worldwide evangelism is about the non-believers, but it is also about the believers who will grow and will grow and will grow. So today my altar call is so simple. I'm just going to give you this opportunity to say to the Lord, Lord, the next time, the next time I have an opportunity to obey, I will obey. And today, I will take that step of faith to say by faith, when that opportunity arises, you will remind me of this particular moment where I say, Lord, I will obey. I will be okay, okay about it and I will obey. This is my step of faith. So today, you know that's you. You know that it's you. Why don't you raise your hand to the Lord and you say, God, I will obey by faith the next time I get an assignment like that. Anyone here? I see many hands. Anyone else? Anyone else? Doesn't matter whether you're 13 or 31, there is a kumaran out there. There is a mango out there waiting for you to minister to. Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand to our feet? Stand to our feet. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Those of you who have uh, stretched out your hand just now, why don't you lift up your hand to the Lord? You say, God, use this vessel. Use me, Lord. Use my inadequacies. Use my limitations. Use my shortcomings, O oh God. Father, use me, O oh God. Why don't you lift up your hand to the Lord and you say, God, by faith, you can use my weaknesses. You can use my foolishness. And Father, you will use me, the creator of the heavens and the earth. You will use me so that, God, you get the glory and I get the growth. Heavenly Father, you see the hands that are lifted to you. Heavenly Father, we pray, O oh God, that Lao Jen will truly be a generation that opens up their mouth to preach your good news to those who need to hear the good news. Father, I am so grateful, God, that we get an opportunity to share about what Christ has done in our lives. Father, I pray, God, that whenever we go to a foreign situation, whenever we go to an unfamiliar territory, Father, we will not string back and say, we cannot. Father, we will say, because we cannot, you can. And so, Father, we are praying, oh God, for story after story to come out of Lao Jen with conversions, with salvations, but Father, most of all, stories of their obedience to what you are calling them to do. So, Father, I pray, Lord, for the hands that are raised, that you will fill them with courage. Oh, Father, you will fill them with this conviction, with this urgency that someone in their life is waiting for them to tell them about the good news. Someone's waiting. And Father, the person appointed to share the good news is him, is her, is you. Is the one whose hands are raised to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We know, Lord, that this is not a job that's reserved for an exceptional Christian. This is a job that's reserved for the normal Christian. 
because the normal Christian life looks like this. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can learn from Philip. We thank you that we can learn from his encounter with the Ethiopian eunuch. And Father, we are so grateful. The next time we go into the petrol kiosk nearby, we will be looking out for opportunities. The next time we order food, the next time we, I don't know what we're going to do next, but Father, the next time we do something, we will be listening out to the angel of the Lord telling us, go to the road down Gaza. We thank you. Well, we commit ourselves to you. and We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I just want to end by um, saying that, you know, we have two big opportunities coming up. Um, we have Laofat. Um, this is, like, you know, Pastor Jerry said, find your own Calcutta. This is like Calcutta delivered to us, right? So let's, let's really, um, let's take whatever opportunity we have, build the relationships with the BB boys, uh, make friends, show the love of God, and, and share the gospel. Okay, and finally, and, and, and next, we also have the camp. Okay, I really want to encourage you to uh, invite people for camp. Um, if you look like Chin Hung is here, because Adlin invited him for camp uh, last year. You know, we, 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 we really want um, camp to be not just a place where, where we kind of like gather together and, and, and have, a, have a nice time, but, but also where we reach out to people. Okay, so these are the two things we can do. Um, and next week, we will meet in our CGs and you can pray together as well. Alright, so service is over. We'll see you after the 25th. Okay? Uh, next week, with your CGs, 25th um, at Chinese Garden. Okay?